Welcome to this week's Instrument of Comics. I'm Alex Eschback. And I'm what you want, what you really, really want. And this week we are talking about the number one for the month of July. Are we? Yeah, just one or two, so it shouldn't be that long. Oh, okay, cool. Well, yeah, uh, you said one or two, but I brought this extra stack of another 19 books. Do you mind reading these real quick? Oh, no, perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, We'll be right back while Alex reads 19 more comic books. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy this Chips Ahoy jingle that I recorded and made up myself. Uh, we don't have the rights to any Nabisco products. Uh, we're not going to mention them. We don't know what they do. They will pay us. We do no free ads, except for all the comic companies. Yeah, uh, you guys just must have missed my... Did you record it or did you cut it? Because I just did a 15-minute it. it brought me Chips to tears. I felt alive, and I now know what it's like to be near God, but... <laughs> I'm not going to give that away for free. Well, all right. Uh, maybe give us $1,000 and we'll see about giving it to you. Why don't we go ahead and jump into our first comic of the week. And that's our first ever Ahoy comics. I'm trying to get $1,000 real quick, Alex. <laughs> Do you mind? Yes. All right, uh, fine. And it's second coming. Uh, written by uh, Mark Russell. Art by Richard Pace. Uh, you want to know a fun fact about this book, Alex? Yeah, always. Uh, this book was canceled by DC Vertigo before it came out because of backlash because Jesus is in this book and he's back. Well, that was a dumb mistake on their part because I love this book. Also, spoilers for, for every book we talk about. about. Yeah. And if you're listening to this episode for last week's episode, spoilers for Pennyworth because we didn't <laughs> talk about it then. Hey, high five. First episode we've yeah. never <laughs> said spoilers when there were spoilers. Yeah. But that's only for last week's episode. <laughs> uh, uh, this book was great. Yeah, was so much I, I fun. loved it. Uh, watching, I loved how anytime like God appeared or messenger of God, they're like, "Don't be afraid." And they're like these giant, scary-looking, floating heads. Like it's just absolutely amazing. Uh, it's it's a really really funny book. Uh, yeah. Mark Russell is amazing. Yeah, and it's basically uh, God, of course, has given up on mankind because uh, God's a jerk. <laughs> uh it's just a big crush of the book yeah uh, and uh i love too how when they ate like the forbidden fruit uh they're like you weren't supposed to do that. like like how are we supposed to know that until we ate the fruit <laughs> <laughs> um but it's i don't know it's just there's so much great stuff to give a light overview of the plot uh it's our time there's now a superman like character named uh Sun, I can't remember his name. It's not Sunspot, that's the X-Man. Uh, Sunstar. Uh, and uh, God sees him. He's like, if you're like that, everyone would love you again. Uh, yeah. And he basically, Jesus comes to Earth to learn from Sunstar how to be loved and popular like that. And just their interactions are fantastic. Like when Jesus sees a cross, he's like, what's that? He's like, well, it's an Amish shoe. Like, wait a minute, the thing that like I was murdered on is like what they used <laughs> yeah. to pay tribute to me. Uh, uh, my favorite, like that's thing, the most important thing about me. <laughs> it was, it was fucking hysterical. My favorite thing was uh, after Jesus uh, was crucified, God is chastising him. Like I was down there for, for the hundreds, hundreds of thousands of years. Of years. You lasted thirty years. Yeah, thirty three <laughs> years. I think. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Uh, it was just, and I was expecting just like a full on depressing story, 
because that's Mark Russell style usually. Oh my god, is but, it ever? I mean, this book is insightful as his other books. Uh, it's just he's got a strong comedic. Beat. I guess you wouldn't find it funny if you were like a devout uh, evangelical Christian. Uh, I mean, but, pro- I'm sure a lot of them can find the humor in it. But if you're an evangelical Christian, if you're the kind of person that boycotts Good Omens, uh, yeah, 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 I was yeah. gonna say if if you didn't or did not allow your children or as a child were not allowed to watch Harry Potter and still have not ever done that, this book might not be, be for, for you. you. But yeah. for everyone else, it should be. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, next up would be uh, D, uh, Dark Horse Comics, and it's one of 19 books that Colin Bunn put out <laughs> this month. Uh, so it's, it's called Manor Black. Yeah, and the art's by Brian Hurt uh, on there. Uh, it's a sweet cover. It's, it's a fantastic cover. Uh, it's another horror comic, which he's been doing forever and been on a kick of. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed this book. It doesn't give you a lot of answers. It kind of builds a mystery. I don't even know really how the cover pertains to the book because the cover character looks different than who I thought the book and the character might be. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, Patton Oswalt wrote a, a nice thing about this yeah, book a little blurb that I on don't the front. really agree with, but that's just me. Alex just knocked over 14 beers. Yes, I did. It's called Domino's. Uh, I'm multitasking while I record. <laughs> uh, but it's what we really know is there's this older guy who talks to these decomposed bodies about finding a a successor, but we don't really know what that entails. Uh, there's also been uh, a scene where there's a bunch of dead bodies that look also like rotten dead to the core, found inside a car. Uh, the cops are investigating that. And then there's this person who's about to be murdered by this weird creature-looking thing, but we don't know how all these stories intersect yet. Here's the thing with number ones is I need a crux to hang my hat on at the end of it, something to keep me wanting more. And this book just didn't really supply that for me. Yeah, this book I think probably best read as a trade. Like when oh, you get the full absolutely. story. Absolutely. I mean, don't just read the number one with this because it's just going to piss you off. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't bad by any means, but it just wasn't. A strong no, thing. it wasn't. It wasn't terrible whatsoever. Uh, next up, we kind of dive into our image books. Uh, first up, we have Reaver, written by Justin Jordan, uh, with art by Rebecca Isaacs. It's basically Suicide Squad, but. In a fantasy setting, time. yeah, in a fantasy, yeah, not setting. olden times because fa- dragons and fairies did not exist. Yeah, uh, they did; they exist like thirty years ago. I mean, that's like tr- in the eighties. That's true, but those were slurs back then. You can't <laughs> use those now. Yeah, I thought we could still talk about dragons and black panthers and stuff. Uh, well, I mean, we can, but in different contexts. Oh, like we can for the book Reavers, uh, which I wasn't expecting. Looked at this book. Just, I've written stuff by Justin Jordan I thought was good, but not really great. But I've been like longing for like a good fantasy comic because I felt like there hasn't been one lately, aside from the Conan book, which has been strong lately. Yeah, uh, but something in its own world, and I like this a lot more than I thought I would. You are probably a little bit higher on it than I am. I enjoyed it. It wasn't the worst of the uh, the worst of the month, but it by far wasn't the best either. I'm definitely curious to see where it goes. I'm not going to be picking it up weekly. But comparing it to Suicide Squad is a great comparison. Oh, my God. It is, yeah. is it ever fancy. a great comparison? I'm brilliant. Yeah, you have this group of people who were in prison for various crimes. They all have their own different skill sets, and yeah. they all have to protect one person as they complete their mission to give them the antidote to stave off their death for one more day. Yep. Uh, so it's intriguing, and I'm really curious to see where the series goes. I yeah. thought it was really fun. Uh, I'm very impressed by my pull there. Uh, next up is a book that I know you and I are both anticipating uh, for a while. It's yes, yes, Sea of Stars, yes, written yes. by Jason Aaron, uh, with art by Dennis Hallam. Fucking great. I love this book. Yeah, I thought it was really good, too. Uh, 
I didn't expect uh, from everything that I read about it that it was going to be like a father-son Finding Nemo type of a yeah, book. Yeah, it kind of it blends to me like Saga and Black Science uh, and kind of brings mm-hmm. those two books together, but more family-friendly than both those books. Oh, uh, by far. Way more family-friendly. Yeah, but it's uh, essentially, like Matt said, it's his father and son story. His dad is an intergalactic like freighter shipper uh, hauling stuff from a closed museum off to another location, and they get attacked by this space whale is what i would call it. yeah I don't know. he's an intergalactic planetary planetary intergalactic space guy uh but it's <laughs> uh, you get two viewpoints between him and the son as well who's nine years old uh and the son uh after they attacked his body floating in space but all of a sudden he can he can understand other languages he can breathe without his spacesuit and we don't know why either I so mean, there's a bit of mystery involved, but like I thought it was fun. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Jason Aaron. I'm gonna keep picking it up uh, monthly. I'm adding it to my pull list. Uh, it wasn't the strongest of the month by far, even, but I thought it was still really. Yeah, fun. you have enough faith in Jason Aaron that you'll keep going with it. Oh yeah, the guy uh, knows what he's fucking doing. Our next image book is Space Bandits, uh, written by Mark Miller. Uh, coming to a Netflix by, screen to you uh, in four years, Matteo uh, Scaleri. Yeah, maybe. Who knows. Uh, I thought this was just okay. Uh, I, I mean, the title is very literal, like a lot of comics are. Uh, it starts with this heist with this group of bandits, where the bandits portray the leader, uh, so they can get an extra five million each in the cut. And then we have another viewpoint uh, of this woman who gets betrayed by her boyfriend. Either you should break out ships to commit crimes, and he doesn't save her this one time, and goes to prison, and the I two like meet up in jail. Story a lot. I, I like that story more than the first story. Yeah. Oh, same. Uh, I think this book could go some really cool places, but with all the Mark Miller stuff that that we're reading, Mark Miller, fuck it, uh, I'll pick it up and trade. I'm not going to be reading it. Yeah, I, I think it's by the week. Pro- I like it more than probably Sharkly. Uh, oh, but, Sharky the Bounty yeah. Hunter was trash, but not as good as Prodigy. I would say. I I would put that. Yeah, yeah. And Magic Order, I think, would be in the top, followed by Prodigy. Yeah, by like if you want. Uh, if you want like an outer space event or with Mark Miller, I would take this over Sharky for yeah, sure. And Mateo, M- Mateo uh, Scalera's art is well, Great. second to yeah. none. It's fantastic. Last image book is Cullen Bunn. Yeah, once again, uh, with art by Kyle Strain. Uh, it's Unearth. Uh, this book. By the way, I, I did. I neglected to pick up a different Cullen Bunn book too today. Well, so yeah, you're I, welcome, everyone. <laughs> this book didn't do much for me. Uh, the the opening was a lot cooler, I thought, with like the little boy in the village, uh, yep. with like some sort of disease going on. And they these people entered to see like what they think is a head scientist, and he's been like this disfigured blob. But then it cuts to most of the pages of this team going in this underneath cabin where they fight those monsters uh, from another world. Uh, it all feels like very familiar. Without, I just didn't care about the characters at all. I thought the art I was feel okay. Like I was reading the book version of Prometheus. Yes, but but without the mystery that like made me want to like it because I just didn't care that much. There's plenty of mystery in it. I mean, don't get me wrong, but yeah, I, I agreed. I, I, agree. I, I guess mystery just didn't do anything for me. Okay, sure, yeah. Because I mean, the whole thing is mystery and lead up and saying, guess what's going to happen next month? And then that's it. Uh, no real good tease, no big hook. Yeah, 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 I agree. We're going to jump into DC now. DC's got a lot to offer this month. And we're going to jump off with a sequel uh, to a book that Matt and I both really enjoyed last year. But uh, it's Batman, Curse of the White Knight, 
by Sean Murphy and Matt Hollingsworth. Yeah, Sean Gordon Murphy is on fucking fire right now. Anytime DC has been asking somebody to come back for another one, that's that's a big deal, I feel like. This is part of the Black Label series as well. Uh, Batman White Knight was one of their first Black Label books, like actually original Black Label. Although, I don't think it was originally meant to be that way, just kind of ended up being I that way. I think it was technically the first Black Label original. Yeah. Uh, Even though, yeah, like you said, at the time it was not. Yeah, and it takes place basically, I want to say probably like months or a year after uh, the first story. Uh, the art by Matt Hollingsworth is amazing in this. The coloring is great, too. Uh, it's basic- I mean, I think Sean Gordon Murphy's the one doing the art, and Matt Hollingsworth is doing colors. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm brilliant, yeah. and you're not. But uh, the Joker That's has... That's why I'm a professor, and it's true. you're trash. Uh, the Joker has broken out of Arkham, which is a big surprise. Uh, yeah, shocker. And set up uh, a mystery trail for Batman to follow. So it's another Batman Elseworlds, Elseworlds story uh, where he admits part of his problem is that like his ego is too big. And uh, the Joker, in at least the first story, uh, uh, Sean Napier, uh, or Jack Napier, uh, protected the city in areas where he could not, where he failed. So it's Batman also trying to overcome that while trying to figure out what the Joker is up to. Yeah, I like this book quite a bit. Did you get Azrael uh, right at the end there? Um, I thought it was a worthy successor to to Curse of, or to um, Batman White Knight. Um, I thought it do. Yeah, I thought it it may even be stronger. Yeah, we'll see where they take the Azrael stuff, and it could be. Uh, I'm really curious. I don't like Nightwing working for the GCPD. I'm not a big fan of that. But that's really my only complaint about the book. Uh, I I actually love the art in this book is incredible. It might be the best art of of everything that we're doing here. Uh, I love the the look of of him in the the GCPD outfit. Uh, the way Batgirl is done here might be the best Batgirl art that has ever been done. Yeah, um, and I love the Batgirl interaction with Batman too. I thought that was a real highlight. Yeah, they've of got a, a real close relationship. I'm not crazy about Batman's collar on his uh, on his outfit here, but it's still top notch. Well, he's ready for any formal occasion. <laughs> uh, next up, another Batman book, Batman Universe by Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, and this Art book by Nick Darrington. Yeah. Thank you very little. In this book, another book we're going to do later originally appeared in a Walmart comic that collected the story. The another story we're going to do, and then a third story that we're not going to cover today. I'm glad these came out in their single issue form because I really enjoyed this story. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, it's business. I think for Batman can be a little bit like too light hearted at times, just because I'm just so used to, like dark and brooding Batman, which is what I've become accustomed to for my Batman. Yeah, sure. But there were a lot of fun moments. The art was beautiful, and I enjoyed the story of all the Riddlers uh, with the Fabergé egg and Jonah Hex. Like I thought that, and I have one of my favorite Batman moments ever is when Batman goes to the small town and he interacts with that old woman uh, who thinks that she he must be lost, and he giving Batman gruff, and Batman's like, "I love small towns." It's like. That stuff with Benissa I love is him putting Batman in a completely unfamiliar setting that we're not used to seeing him in either. Yeah, small town in the middle of the day, which are, are two of the things that you don't ever expect from Batman. A, small town. B, daylight. Like I want to say two. Totally, yeah, yeah, totally daylight totally too. Yeah. Uh, this book also has a backup story, which is a preview of Batman Superman by Joshua Williamson. Uh, and that's really like it's going to be a lot of fun as well too. That'll be in our next number one. So yeah, we'll for next month. Uh, next up, we're doing a big crossover, uh, bring two comic companies together, which is a book I know Matt is excited about because I'm talking about this main book uh, at great length over and over again. Yeah, I don't ever stop. it's Black Cameron Justice League, of course, written by Jeff Lemire, uh, with art by Michael Walsh. Uh, I cannot speak highly enough about this book. 
I wait till the end of the month to read every single one of these new ones, even if it comes out, you know, let's say Wednesday's on the second or third of the month. I wait till the end of the month to read all of them. This was the only one that I've ever read, as long as we've been doing this podcast, the second that I could. I, I thought it was, to me, it started out slow because it's a rehash of what you already know if you're a Black Hammer reader. Uh, however, it's great for new readers who have not been reading Black Hammer who want, it's a good jumping off point to get them introduced to it. Absolutely. And it pays off in the end because it mirrors the ending of the first book as well, yeah. too. So I have to give a little Meyer credit from there, too. It was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it it was an introduction and it ended so perfectly. Essentially what it is, the crux is that the heroes of Black Hammer and the heroes of the Justice League ended up switching spots where the Justice League gets stuck and the farmhouse town and uh, the Black Hammer crew are in Metropolis. And that's basically where the book ends. So we know where it's going to go from here. Although Justice League have been stuck on the farm for 10 years and you see Justice League, Superman and Wonder Woman telling Bruce to give up, trying to find a way to escape. And the ending page, I think is great. When we see, I can't remember the character's name, you probably know better than I am, but see him floating out in space with the Green Lantern Corps uh, confronting Fucking him Colonel with John Stewart. Weird, yeah. baby. Colonel Weird, yeah. Love that guy. I almost bought an original piece by Jeff Lemire. That's just Colonel Weird. Anywho. Uh, we're going to go to our first young animal book by DC. Uh, uh, who is it by? Is it by your favorite, uh, yeah, somebody from your favorite band? Yeah, it's uh, Collapser, written by Mike Uway. Yeah, uh, it is. Art by Sean Simon. Uh, and I tried to overcome my prejudice about uh, Mikey Way while reading this book. And I would say I did. And then after I read this book, it was still not good. Uh, so <laughs> uh, it, it, it's got that going for it. So you didn't like it? No, it's about this moody DJ uh, whose mom dies and he gets this box from his estranged mom that he hasn't seen in years. And I know if like I was estranged from someone and they had a weird package they sent to me to my door... I would not leave it there. I would open the box to find out like what was inside it. Like I could not get past that. He got the strange package from what he hasn't seen. His mother hasn't seen for 20 years. He's like, eh, I'll open it later. I got to go change bedpans. I would have been fine with him not opening it till later. If he didn't like think about it several times, like, oh, there's probably a bunch of money or whatever. Yeah. I still really enjoyed the book. I'm curious to see where it goes. Uh, Young Animal has not disappointed me yet in the past. Definitely uh, holding out hope that this can um, stay good. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was nearly as bad as you did. I think you're just prejudiced against the greatest no, band I've of never all been. time. Uh, Please do not speak ill of heart like that. Uh, and speaking of uh, Young Animal and Way Brothers, we are going next to Doom Patrol, uh, Way to the Worlds, written by Mikey, or, or no, sorry, written by Gerard Way, uh, with art by Jeremy Lambert on there. Yeah, Gerard uh, Way of Umbrella Academy fame. Yep. Uh, and Gerard Way, not a Doom Patrol fame, because this book was also not good. Ugh. I enjoyed this one, too. You are just prejudiced It takes fuck. everything you enjoy about Morrison's Doom Patrol run and makes it not good. So, if you really like Doom Patrol, the TV series, or Morrison's Doom Patrol, and then you're like, you know, what, what would this be like if it wasn't good? It would be this book right here. I like oh. the art for the book. I mean, the art's incredible, uh, but that's neither here nor there, because... It just, I mean... It's classic Doom Patrol to me. Uh, I don't understand why you have such hate for this. Because I think there's just hate in your heart that you can't. There is several. Uh, The doctors, however, the first person I've been at wasn't a pure black heart. Uh, (laughs) They thought it was Squid Ink at first. Alex's heart shrunk three sizes that day when he read Collapser and Doom Patrol. Yeah, this is not good for my health at all. (laughs) 
Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's just not for me, like, the returning characters didn't sound like they were, like, like they didn't have that voice that I liked at all for Doom Patrol. Uh, I thought there was too much focus on Danny in the first issue. Uh, I would like that to play out longer. I don't know, it just wasn't for me. I love Danny the character slash ambulance. Uh, love this Doom Patrol reiteration. Happy it's back. Um, it's just a continuation, essentially, of... Of the previous Doom Patrol. So check it out if you liked it. If not, check it out anyways. Uh, next up is Lois Lane in a 12-issue maxi series uh, written by Greg Rucka, uh, which I don't know about you. Uh, I like this book a lot. The art was by Matt Perkins as well. It felt like a very timely book. Yeah, did it ever. Uh, people in the media actually doing something? Shock. Yeah, it actually it, me it ties in to Ben is a Superman book to where Lois and Clark are currently not together because Lois is working on a secret project. We, we don't really know what it is yet. Yep. Uh, it also ties in to uh, Peter J. Tomasi's run of Superman before this where uh, Lois and their son John went to outer space with Clark's father. Or, uh, was, uh, but we don't know why. We still don't know why as well. So there is ties to that. But it's essentially you see Lois just working as a journalist. Uh you see great interactions with her uh, and the Daily Planet. You can see interactions with her and the White House press secretary losing her press pass, which obviously, I mean, is uh, not an awful subtle nod to what's going on in this country right now. Yeah, the the White House press se- secretary looked oddly familiar to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I mean, you know, yeah. we're not a political podcast because we are so far leading to the right, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll say, for the record, that is officially not true. I don't lead to the right or left. I lean north and south. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, like a Marilyn Manson remove some ribs. Yes, yeah, so it's exactly that. Moving from the north to the yeah. south. Uh, but like, like I said, like this was a very joy book, especially like I mean, I, I'm a journalist and nerd, so this appeals to me anyway. Uh, but it was just so well written. The art was great as well. Uh, the coloring was great. Yeah, Alex gets off to the Bay of Pigs and shit like that. Uh, you get to see uh, fun interactions between her and Clark dealing with the fact that she cheated on Clark by kissing Superman and how they interact with that as a couple. Uh, it's And you get to see, of course, uh, the question. You get to see Renee Montoya's uh, the question as well. Yeah. It's not like the question that's in Leviathan. So I guess there's two active questions right now. It could be Renee Montoya and Leviathan. I don't know yet, though. Yeah, we'll see. I I enjoyed the question making appearance in this book though, uh, and also I I agree totally good, really really enjoyed this book. Greg Rucka at his most Greg Rucka. Uh, we're gonna go up to Superman up in the air, which is the other book that was in that Walmart book. Uh, so Tom King's take on Superman. Yeah, Tom King are, and, and Brian Michael Bendis just switched roles here. With art by Andy Kubert. Um, it's a story about a kid that gets uh child napped and goes into outer space somehow. Yeah, it's basically Superman wrestling like with when he fails like his inability to help someone and like how he with that and i thought the story was just okay it didn't do much for me and like i love tom king as a writer but and the art was fantastic like cooper's art always is but this just the story didn't do much for me at all see i disagree um i didn't necessarily love the part where he's um kind of like wrestling with himself trying to figure out uh or trying to wrestle free from the um the ray that's being shot into his brain but i like the story as a whole and superman's quest to to save that one person, like how far will Superman go to save that one that yeah, one kid? That's fair. I mean, it was it wasn't something that you typically see Superman failing on his other duties, so he could really focus on one person that that really and truly needs him. Uh, next up, we're gonna go with 
Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, a series originally started by Jack Kirby, obviously in the way, way back. Uh, now it's been taken over by Matt Fraction. Jack Kirby started that uh, in 2015? Yeah. Uh, actually, he started in 2018. Uh, <laughs> but Post-mortem. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I know uh, you and I both loved the mini preview we got, like in the Leviathan Rising. Absolutely. Uh, I'm very curious to, to hear your thoughts on this book. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Disappointed that we didn't get the continuation of, of the Leviathan Rising story. The way that ended with him being covered in blood with the cat uh, walking out of the hotel, <laughs> going to help Superman without any way of communication. After he had just gotten married slash divorced. Yes. Like, that's a story I want to see. But it's essentially a bunch of, like, mini stories, like, all rolled into one. I like the classic version is. It's Matt Fraction doing his most Matt Fraction. Yeah, it's, just it's being toned down, of course. Yeah. But if you just want a fun, lighthearted book that's absurd and has unpredictable moments, uh, I, I, I thought it was great. I can't wait for 17 different iterations of this trade to be released so I can purchase one of them. Yeah, well, yeah, I can't wait uh, to when people tell me, like, yes, no, I recommend you read this book about Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. yeah like, what does he do? <laughs> it's uh, so good, though. I love the montage of all the all the screw-ups that he had. <laughs> the, the six panels yeah. of fuck-ups. For yeah. some reason, him taking pictures in front of the cops, hiding behind their car, being shot at my bullets <laughs> was, like, my favorite. I don't know. There's so much great stuff in there. Yeah, I did love that one specifically. And with this camera out in front of a cop car riddled with bullet holes while the cops are, are ducking. Great. Let's move to Marvel now. Uh, all right. Our first Marvel book is a book called Arrow. Uh, there's actually two stories in this book. Uh, the first story is written by Zal Leafin with Artist King uh, with Greg Pak attacking the story. And the second story is written by Greg Pak with art by Popmon. And I did not care for the story. Yeah, book. let me take a look at this book again real quick just so I can take a look at something real fast. Oh, yeah. It was the worst thing I've ever read. It was so bad. It was the worst book of the month. Well, Matt just destroyed it on air. So Matt loves to destroy people's hard work and art. Uh, those copy machines will never forgive you. Uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't for me. It has the animated art style in the first book, uh, which I never really care for. Uh, it's not my thing. Uh, the second story, uh, as I was saying, it's the title character Arrow has can control the wind. So she's like Aang from Avatar, but just less interesting. Yeah, she sucks. Uh, Takes place in Shanghai as well. Kind of feel like they're trying to mirror like what New Superman did. Uh, over at DC, but but less successful. I couldn't really tell what her power was with the wind. Uh, the art didn't lend itself very well to whatever the fuck her power was. Uh, the writing was poor, uh, very short. Uh, there was not a lot of exposition or really anything to care about. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. Hated this book not for me. So fucking much. It uh, was really really rotten. But next we have uh, Death Ed, written by Teeny Howard, uh, with art by uh, Kei Zama. Uh, and Teeny Howard's a writer that Matt and I have only read a couple times, but I think we've enjoyed uh, her stuff, and I really enjoyed this book. I thought it was fine. Uh, it's Death's Head Return. He deals with being an outdated model, uh, with Yondi tries to scream over him some bounties. He travels to Earth. He deals with Wiccan uh, and Hulkling, uh, from the Young Avengers, and other teams as well, uh, trying to find his body, because he was turned into an amp for a band, which I thought was fun. <laughs> I, I This book is fun. Yeah. And so the first of four, so it's a short series. They clearly don't trust the writers, I guess, a whole lot with this one. With or decide not to be a top seller on the charts. Either. Yeah, they they know that one or two. I'll say too. Death Head is a long running Marvel character that's appeared in long. Death Head has even appeared in Doctor Who as well too. It's Doctor Who books. Uh, Death Head has been around forever. It's a fantastic character. 
Yeah. Uh, I um, think there's the supporting cast. I mean, I love the beginning of it with Yondu. Yeah. I love the ending as well, too. Whenever uh, he's there's fighting Hulkling and Wigan. Yeah. And uh, himself. Oh, uh, Wiccan was hiding him, his old body under his bed, his newer old body under his bed. Yeah. It's like, he's like, I can explain. Like that, like that, that's a great beat right there. Uh, if this was a TV series, that'd be a great way to end a pilot. Uh, our next book is Giant Size Ecstatic. Ecstatic obviously was a uh, fairly well received series back in the day, written by Peter Milligan with art by Michael Allred, and they reteamed for this Giant Size Ecstatic. Kind of reminded me of the Hulk Last Call with the Peter David book we read last month, as well, bringing back a classic team to revisit a character that they did. Uh, they're uh, relaunching the the Ecstatic series next year. Yeah, which is interesting to me. I wonder if that since I wonder if that plays obviously into Hickman having control over the X Men uh, books right now. It certainly could. This book was fun. Yeah, it was fun. The art's gorgeous in this book, like like everything Allred does. Yeah, it it might have the best art of the of the month. Michael Allred's incredible. Uh, essentially, Yugo girls, uh, sisters pining after the, the ecstatics because they were they were a documentary TV series popular back in the day. They were not like the typical X Men crew. Uh, and how she's dead, how she missed her sister. It turns out that that was her mom and her ex-gene activate, and she essentially becomes a new Yugo girl, and her it, dealing with that. It's like if the X-Men were filmed at every turn by the X-Men and then immediately uploaded to YouTube. Yeah, I did love all the complaints to Dupe, because Dupe is their cameraman filming everything, everyone complaining to him about his camera angles or shooting inappropriate yeah. moments. I thought that was fun. Wasn't there a point in this when somebody says, like and subscribe? Yeah, there was. <laughs> love it. Uh, next, we're going to talk about History of the Marvel Universe, another, uh, or written by Mark Wade, uh, with art by Javier Rodriguez. This was a fantastic book. It basically, each panel talks about, it gives you a paragraph of like a key moment in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. There's a lot to it as well. And then at the end, they sum it up by showing where those panels came from, yeah. the, the history yeah, of there, said There's character. annotations for everything. Yeah. I think smart. this would be great like as a coffee table book, like whenever like the trade comes about. There's like a hardcover version of this. Like it'd be an amazing coffee table book as well. And there's deep cuts as well too from characters on here to where the more popular ones. Yeah, it's it's basically the history of the Marvel Universe told by Galactus in cr- chronological order. Yep. So like we see Selena from like the uh uh from the from the movie. Uh, yeah, from the Eternals like coming uh before we see uh like Thor or really Odin. Uh, then we eventually see Galactus and we see all of them before we can get to like the modern modern Marvel characters as yep. well too. I thought it was enjoyable. And the art was gorgeous in this book. Like it, it's a tall order. Basically, like, you're gonna have to draw every single Marvel character. So here you go. Now, while it basically just was a detailed exposition on the history of literally the universe uh, by Marvel's uh, token, I I thought that it could have been a little better, especially after we just read uh, Second Genesis um, or Grand Design. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I thought it was lacking something there. However, I'm I'm very curious and excited. Yeah, this kind of like it does kind of it was inspired by Grand Design success in a way. It really was, and I mean, there's Fantastic Four Grand Design coming up, and I think they just tapped one of the greatest writers going on right now, Mark Wade, who we're about to talk about again yep. in a fantastic iteration. Uh, with the Invisible Woman uh, is the next thing. Mark Wade book that we're going to be talking about. Yep, uh, with art by Mattia de uh, uh, Luis, and I thought this book was really what good. What was that? That artist name? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mispronounced <laughs> it once, and that's as far as I'm going to go. <laughs> that's fair. The book was great, though. The art was fantastic. Yeah, it's essentially uh, the art was beautiful, and essentially Sue 
going to find out what happened to her former partner. Yeah, I felt like this was essentially the comic book version of the show The Americans. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, I think American just might be a touch because Sue's not an undercover agent uh, trying to bring down America. You don't know know about. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know that yet. Yeah. Uh, but it was really strong. It's a fun book. I think I want to say this is her first like solo book ever as well too. Like with her name on the title too. Oh, probably. So it's a monumental uh, book in that occasion too. I mean, monumental is in question, but Mark Wade doing something. I'm I've got faith in it. Uh, our next book. I is... What made him choose to do to do that? Probably money. Uh... <laughs> next book's Loki. Yeah, written by uh, Daniel Cable Smith with art by Oscar uh, Balzvadava. Uh, I'll be the first to admit, I like half read this book because I was so scared of getting War of the Realm spoilers, which I have not finished yet. <laughs> so I only halfway know what's going on because when I saw a panel, I'm like, that might be a War, War of the Realm spoiler. Uh, <laughs> but from what I read, I really enjoyed this book. And I thought I had one of my favorite moments from all the books we read this week was toward the end uh, when Loki doesn't want the throne to sit empty. So he builds a snowman uh, to sit on the throne and brings the snowman to life and tells the snowman that he's to sit on the throne uh, for his new king. It was fun. It was fun, but it, was, it wasn't it was great. Well, you heard it from the horse's mouth from someone that has read War of the Realms. Yeah, I, I read War of the Realms. It's definitely a follow-up. Uh, and speaking of half-reading books for War of the Realms, I did it once again with Jane Foster Valkyrie because I did not want any spoilers, even though the book itself titled a spoiler. Uh, but it's written by Jason Aaron, uh, or Jason Aaron and Al Ewing. I, sorry, I did the couple name, uh, with art by Kafu. Uh, and I thought the art was beautiful in this book and this book was a lot of fun too. I love the ending for this book. The book's great. Uh, holy crap. Anything to do with, with Jane Foster right now, I'm, I'm all about, and Jason Aaron writing it is fantastic. And you get to see Jane being like a doctor again, like working as like Jane, not just like being a superhero, which I appreciated. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. But the ending where you get to see her with you see Bullseye holding a sword, riding a, uh, a Pegasus. That was so dope. Yeah. I loved it. But now we're going to talk about the biggest books of the month. Uh, Arguably. No, it's without a doubt. Uh, the biggest books of the month. Uh, House of X and Power of X. The House of X first. Uh, House of X, of course, written by Jonathan Hickman, as was Power of X. Um, and I thought... Well, I mean, I'll just go ahead and say it. This is my favorite number one issue of a book I've ever read. It's up there for me, too. It's It's got to be top ten. Both of them, honestly. Um, absolutely monumental. Absolutely flooring. Uh, we can go ahead and pitch these as a combined number one book of the of the month, in my opinion. Um, spoilers yeah. for, for our upcoming rankings. Uh, these things were... Something to behold. I was beyond impressed. Yeah, it's there's so many things going on too, and I've never seen like a single number one issue have so many theories out there about what's going on. But Xavier's back. Last we saw of Xavier, he supposedly inhabited Phantom X's body back in Charles Sewell, astonishing X Men run. We haven't seen him since then, but this Xavier is different. He's walking like the other one was, but we don't get to see his face. He's wearing a helmet. Uh, that looks kind of like the Maker's Helmet from the Fantastic Four, which is also a Hickman character as well, which has that evil, sinister connotation to it. It opens with this beautiful page of him saying, like, to me, my X-Men. But you see these people rising out of the ground. Uh, you get to see him 
uh, or you to see these people from different sovereign nations uh, coming over to Krakoa. That's where the X Men currently live, and it's this. I mean, it, it's indescribable. It's this place where you can move between worlds. We teleport. There's this plant kingdom where it seems peaceful, and the mutants or Xavier specifically has developed the six seeds, three specifically that will help mankind, including extending your life by five years or a super antibiotic that will wipe out so many drugs in exchange for these. They want to be recognized as a sovereign nation. Yep. This book. Um, wow. I mean, I, I can't even put into words. Just go pick it up, go read it. I don't even want to talk about it. Just, wow. I will say, I want to talk about my favorite moment in both the books. No, don't. Uh, is whenever, uh, Mystique, Toad, Sabretooth break into that facility. We don't know why yet they broke into that facility to retrieve something, but we don't know what it was. Uh, and they get caught by the Fantastic Four. Mystique and Toad are able to get away, but they capture Sabretooth because he uh, says he's going to delay him. And Cyclops comes through the door. Uh, and Cyclops is very, like, Cyclops has got his swagger back. Like, he's not so much threatening, but he basically tells them, like, enough is enough. Like, mutants have been treated like dirt forever and like we're not gonna stand around and take it anymore and fantastic four are let me just say that real quick on that on that notion that is the most common thing throughout all of x-men comic books well it's always kind of bothered me because like like they fight side by side with these people but they like iron man cap everyone doesn't seem to do crap the fact that like they're uh on the day-to-day that they're all hated and hunted and treated as just as as others uh, but there's a great closing line uh, where as Scott's as a fan for walking away because Scott gives him custody, he tells them to like say hi to Franklin for him. Who's uh, reading Sue's son, who is also a mutant as well. Uh, and there's this being Hick- Hickman book. There's a lot of intersectionals where he goes into details about what's going on in the world right now. There's a list of all the Omega powered mutants uh, and what side they're currently on. Uh, I'm sure you saw Legion on there as well too, which was yeah. nice to uh, see as well. So Legion's still alive. He was the only one that is unaffiliated, I believe, uh, for whose side he was on at the moment. I uh, Franklin. Oh yeah, yeah. Franklin yeah, Richards was on the side of humans. Yeah. On the humans, yeah. Uh, but it was it was, it was interesting because Cable was also not on the list of Omega Power mutants, even though Cable is. But Hickman's not one to forget any character, especially not one as big as Cable. So I'm sure that will Ooh. play. <laughs> Um, cocked cable. Um, <laughs> and Powers of X is the next book in the series. You're supposed to read them in a certain order. Uh, and it takes their prime numbers. There's X-Men Year Zero, X-Men 10, X-Men 100, X-Men 1000. It tells these stories in these different times and what's going on. And it's just so good. I mean, you get to see Charles interacting with what we assume is Myra McTaggart in the beginning. Uh, his first love, Legion's father, uh, or mother and father. And we get to see uh, these new characters in X-Men 100 interacting with Nimrod, uh, these mutated mutants built by Mr. Sinister, uh, multiple powers, and X-Men 1000, or year 1000, but we see that the humans are basically gone as well, that mutant kind of essentially what we assumed won or wiped them out, like we don't know what's going on, but like like I said, there's so many theories, but I trust Hickman inexplicably. Yeah, the dude did East of West, which is one of my all-time favorite comic books, uh, which is still ongoing. Not for much longer, but holy shit, these these books are incredible. Yeah, I like I've it. I've like you said, uh, as these this being your your favorite number one issue of all time, like I can't argue with that. Like, like that, yeah, this is what I've been waiting for as an X Men fan for a long long time. This is what I've been waiting for as a comic book fan yeah. for a long long time. Uh, I really really love some other stuff that I'll definitely get into when we when we're ranking this, but 
Holy fucking shit. Well, These books. I think that about sums it up. So I think we're going to go ahead and jump into our rankings right now. Yeah, my number one and two are... And I had to sadly cut Matt off there because we don't do preemptive number one, number twos. We go wow. from the bottom to the top, just like Boys to Men did. <laughs> so we're doing four, eight, 12, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. And that's including House and Powers of X. Person and Lump is one book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my last ranking book this week uh, or this month is Arrow. Uh, yep, I've already said enough. Let's not talk so. about it anymore. Uh, my probably number 21 book, or I don't remember, but my second, well, I didn't really care for this much, was Unearth. Ooh, so far so good. Flip that book. We hate that Unearth. Well, I think hate is a strong word. I didn't hate Unearth. Arrow I did not like, but Unearth just didn't do anything I mean, for me. If it's ranked 21 of 22 books for you, I don't think it did much for you. There's just so much good stuff uh, this month. Uh, I think next I'm going to have to go with Collapser uh, because it wasn't good. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to go ahead and put um, Loki okay. next up for me. Uh, I'm going to go just uh, so one's not just a feel left out. I'm going to go with uh, Doom Patrol uh, so the Way Brothers can hang out together in my ranking. <laughs> uh, next for me is going to be uh, Death's Head. There's a lot of good shit this month. And yeah, this that's was the thing. Not, is this like, was not in there for me. Uh, my next one is going to be Space Bandits. Uh, it just wasn't Mark Miller's best work. Yep. Uh, uh, I, I don't disagree that it's not Mark Miller's best work. But it's uh, it's going to come in a higher rank for me. Uh, Reaver is my next book. I'm going to go with uh, Manor Black uh, by Colin Bunn. It was a good book, but just... Uh, I I just need to read it as a full story to understand what's going on. Yeah, go ahead and flip Manor Black. That's uh that is done for me as well. Uh, my next one's going to be Loki. I enjoyed it more than Matt did. Uh, I thought it was a fun book. Uh, not my favorite iteration of Loki that we've seen recently, though. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, my next book will be uh Batman Universe. Not great uh from Bendis, but not bad at all. Uh, at this point, there's a lot of good shit out there. I'm going to go with uh, Giant Size Ecstatic. I thought it was art was great. Might be the best art this month. Uh, but it just, the Ecstatic's never my favorite team. I like dupe a lot a couple other characters, but it's not a team that like I'm dying to go back to. This is interesting because this is the most you and I have differed in a long time. Uh, for me, the next one's going to have to be uh, History of the Marvel Universe. Uh, fun, interesting, insightful. Uh, I got a lot of personal knowledge from the history of Marvel. Um, I'm good. It was great. Mine's going to be Superman up in the air. I just didn't care for that story all that much. I like Tom King a lot. Cooper's art was great. Just like I mentioned when I talked about it, it's not my favorite book. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, for me, the next one's going to have to be, uh, Collapser. I actually enjoyed this one quite a lot. Uh, but not near the top for me either. Uh, I'm going to go with History of the Marvel Universe like you. Uh, I thought it was really good. I thought it was great, actually. It's just... This needs to be something that's like sitting on a coffee table, like I mentioned, so you can pour over it and get each single panel from the Marvel Universe from beginning to now. The only sad part about it is that whenever it's done, it'll automatically be outdated. Yeah, it, it, it kind of probably will. Uh, next for me is going to have to be um, uh, Superman Up in the Sky. I liked it. Uh, not my favorite, though. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Black Hammer Justice League. 
Uh, I liked it, uh, but it's probably my, my least favorite Black Hammer story so far. But Black Hammer, for me, never really jumps out in the first issue. And by issue two, three, or four, five, I'm like, this is amazing. That's a little surprising to me. Um, next for me is probably going to have to be uh, Valkyrie. Uh, really like the story. Love Jason Aaron and everything he does. Uh, but there's just some books that I liked a little bit more this week. But uh, definitely go check it out. I'm rather with you. Uh, I like Mind Valkyrie. I like it a lot. The ending was my favorite part, though. Uh, and I only I only skimmed read it since I don't want to get spoiled for War of the Realms. Uh, I can't rank any higher in good conscience. <laughs> I I can I can be okay with that. Uh, Space Manets would be next for me. Uh, not Mark Millar's finest. Um, still good, good, good booking. Uh, my next one's going to be uh, Invisible Woman uh, by Mark Wade. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm excited to see where the story goes. And I'm excited to see more of the Sue Storm solo story. Although it's not really a solo story, because next issue, spoilers, we get Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, you definitely just spoiled the ending of, of Invisible Woman, which I'm going to go ahead and, and claim now, too. Uh, I liked it a lot. Mark Wade's great. Nothing much else to say. Uh, I'm going to go with Batman, uh, Curse of the White Knight. Uh, I thought it was I thought the art was great. The story was a lot of fun. There's just so much good stuff this month that it's hard to push any higher. Interesting. Interesting choices there, sir. Uh, I'm going to go with Lois Lane next. Um, fun book. Greg Ruck is great. Um, not the best book ever. Definitely not the worst. I'm going with Death's Head. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm excited to see where the story goes. I'm disappointed that it's only four issues. I'm excited we can see Wiccan and Hulkling back as well, interacting with a character that's not really in the wheelhouse. Have I said Batman Universe? You have. That's a, okay, good. Thank God. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm probably going to go ahead and, and knock out Curse of the White Knight as well. Uh, contradictory to, to the last time with uh, Batman White Knight, I'm not going to be picking this one up weekly, or monthly rather, and I'll describe the trade when it comes out. Uh, I'm going to go with Batman Universe. Uh, I liked it, obviously, quite a bit more than Matt did. Uh, I like the interaction with the story. I like dealing with Jonah Hex's ancestor. I'm curious to know what was in the box that she opened. Uh, I just thought it was a fun story. Uh, next for me is Doom Patrol, Weight of the Worlds. Excellent reintroduction to Doom Patrol. But if you've read the first 12 issues, this is kind of just a recap for the most part. Uh, still good. You still get a fun Doom Patrol story there towards the end. I'm going to go with Sea of Stars by Jason Aaron. I thought it was a great book. Uh, there's just so much great stuff coming out this month. And I think it's a great book that's great for like families too as well. For, like older uh, people and younger kids could all enjoy this book. Uh, next for me is Jimmy Olsen, Superman's pal. Uh, good fun. Lots of good fun. Not a lot of depth. Uh, I'm going to go with Lois Lane for a book that has a lot more depth. Uh, and it was just fantastic. It's it's a great read for really anyone. Uh, I'm going to go with Sea of Stars next. Jason Aaron is a wizard, and I'm excited to see what his wizardry comes up with in the rest of the series. I'm going to go with The Reavers. I really enjoyed this book, but I've just been hangering for a fantasy comic that was well-written and interesting, and Matt calling it a fantasy suicide squad was a, a, a perfectly apt description. Uh, next for me is going to have to be uh, Second Coming uh, by Mark Russell. Just a truly fantastic book, um, and that might be one that I might have to pick up weekly or monthly. Uh, my next is going to be my pal Jimmy Olsen. It's all the fun I want in a Matt Fraction story. Uh, especially with Sex Criminals ending. I'm disappointed that I've got to find my humor from Fraction somewhere else. Yeah. I think that puts us down to our final three uh, or something like that. I've got two left. Oh, well, then. 
Yeah, it would this be you. This is my final. I, I that start, was our yeah. final. That was your yeah. number three. Sure. Uh, Ecstatics for me. The art, holy shit, and the writing was so funny. Uh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I can't wait for that series to come back now. And it, it really made me want to go and delve into more ecstatic stuff. Which you can, Marvel Limited, anytime you want. Yeah, I'm just going to buy it. Uh, well, that's also another option. You yeah. can always support the creators directly. It is. Uh, what's, your, what's your number two book, Alex? Uh, Second Coming by Mark Russell. I loved it. I thought it was absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm going to get the trade of this when, like, the moment it comes out. I can't wait. I can't wait to see this entire story. Yeah, I hope it gets fucking weird. I hope it gets uh, real fucking weird. And obviously, as Matt spoiled earlier, our number one book this month is House of X slash Power of Collectively. X. Uh, uh, my number two is Black Hammer and Justice. Oh yeah, League. didn't want to skip that. Sorry, yeah, bud. because we don't want to get uh, put the put the cart a horse. The card ahead of the horse. So Black Hammer Justice League for me, uh, like I said, it was one of the, it was my most anticipated book of a long, 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 long time. Uh, so it definitely deserves its place. And then Hickman had just had to come and knock it out of the park. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, I can't say enough about these yeah. two books. And I'm sure we'll be talking about them again when we reach our year end list as well, too. They're yeah. bound to come up. So I think a lot of stuff actually from this month alone will come up again at, on the year-end list. Yeah, probably Arrow will be towards the, the top of our <laughs> Well, naturally. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up for this week's Instrument of Comics. Next week, we're going to be talking about The Boys on Amazon Prime. So if you are not cut up, you have plenty of time to catch up before we get to uh, The Boys by the end of the week. Yeah, you have three days. It's true. <laughs> uh, for the Instrument of Comics, you can always email us at instrumentofcomics.com. Ooh! nailed it uh find us on the tiktok we're ticking and talking there uh we're talking about all things comic books we actually only show pictures of clocks so we can be literal <laughs> we don't believe in that cuckoo bullshit either. no 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 uh find us on instagram facebook uh and wherever books are sold because alex has a book out alex what's your book called uh don't start a band are, is, are you telling me to not start a band or is that what your book's called both actually <laughs> uh for the henchman of comics i'm alex Ashback. And I'm confused. Hinching ain't easy.